Hobby Addict の時間です It's time for Hobby Addict And now here are your anime addicts People, welcome to Hobby Addicts. You're number 174. Holy shit, we're really getting up yeah, there at these. I know. I am your host, Mitsugi, and I am very excited to be here with you today with everybody. We have you, he already spoke. We have the wonderful Enzo up in New York City. He's feeling fresh today. He's, he's throwing around his yeah. Yeet. Yeet. yeah, I'm feeling pretty good today, not gonna lie. How you doing? How are you, how are you doing, Yerp. my friend Enzo? Um, I'm doing you know, good and a half. Wow, and a half. Like that. Yeah, yeah, it's a good and a half. Been a good weekend. Yesterday was fun. All right, all right, all right. And we also have yeah. the uh, the awesome Mason, who is uh, back from Denver. How are you, Mason? I'm doing excellent. I'm uh, starting to feel those fall vibes, and I'm done oh, with yeah. it. Oh yeah, yeah. Fall time is a great season. And of course, not to be forgotten, we have Mandy. How are you, Mandy? Hi. I I'm here. I'm very very sick, but oh. I'm trying. But she's, but she's strong. Uh, yeah, yeah. She's strong. She's strong like a bull. She good. She's strong. Like a bull. He's strong like bull. Like a bull. Strong like bull. Strong, strong like, like butts. Bull. Strong, strong like butts. All right, guys. Well, on Hobby oh, Addicts today, uh, we have some. <laughs> we have a couple good things I think you guys are going to enjoy today. Mandy and Mason are both going to talk about Astral Chain, which is mm-hmm. a new game that just came yes. out. I saw some videos. Looks pretty cool. And I found, and I made an amazing discovery at a shopping mall near my house that may have to do with Japanese arcades and I'm going to I'm going to get to that uh, as well. Actually, I'm just going to jump into that first cuz I feel like the Astral Chain talk might might go pretty long and Enzo wrote uh like 65 question marks. So mm-hmm. that either means nothing or very mysterious. So mm-hmm. we'll have to there are 65 things. Mm-hmm. 65 mm-hmm. mysteries. And this mm-hmm. episode of Hobby Addicts is going to be 16 hours and 33 minutes long. If you check your time scrubber on your app, you'll see that is not just yeah. kidding. Yeah. So it's um, not an April Fool's joke. I went to a shopping mall uh, near my house because I was going to an escape room. Uh, the escape room was not that good, and the reason why I say that, it, we didn't get out of it, and um, <clears throat> I just think the clues in the escape room were really sort of just set up really poorly, and we just didn't. Uh, yeah. it's, so it's not you. It's the escape room. I didn't room. think it was me, but... Okay, um, okay. Even it's because you didn't have us with you to help even okay. yes. help save the day. This was a pretty small room. I don't know that we all would have fit in it, but even, the, even at the end when she came in to explain... The last step, which is where we were, I was like, "What?" Like it didn't make any sense to me. Anyway, but um, that's not what I want to talk about. Although the escape, although, although escape rooms are really fun, and I recommend them. Um, <clears throat> I found a round one in the mall, and I was like, "What? A round one?" So for those of you that don't know what round one is, if you if you find one in Japan, and they are they're pretty prevalent, the the concept is it's usually like a somewhere between four and six stories. They'll have a, they always have a bowling alley in them because the symbol mm-hmm. of round one is a bowling alley. And then there's usually a pretty extensive arcade inside the inside the facility. And then depending on the round one, they'll have different... Um, I've been in ones... I, I went to a round one once where I did curling. I mean, they have all kinds of stuff. It's just a big amusement center that has everything from sports to gaming to um, you can ride like little motorcycles. Like there's all kinds of stuff. So when I saw round one in this mall, first of all, I couldn't believe it. I was like, what? Like, I didn't know these were in the United States. 
Uh, I'm guessing if they are, if I have them in Denver, if I have one in Denver, I'm guessing they're in New York City as well. Uh, I've been to uh, one in Maine. I think they have one up there. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I went in and I'm like, this is, I'm like, this is just what I expected. So it was only one floor. Uh, It did have a bowling alley. And it had even, but far more importantly, it had a Japanese arcade. And let's go, let's go. And I found Groove Coaster. They have a Groove Coaster machine. No, no, what? Yes, oh they do. my goodness! Oh my! Oh, you were freaking out. You must have freaked out. It was pretty. It was pretty awesome. I mean, they had Groove Coaster. They had the, the four person Mario Kart uh, Mario Kart game that we all saw in Japan. Heck they yeah. had um, brand new Initial D racing games. They had UFO machine. They have U- they had UFO catchers with JoJo figures in them and everything. It was no wait. I already got one there. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it was um I can, I can never remember their names in JoJo because their names the new JoJo. It was it was in, it was one of and the, I, it was one of the we new won guys. one in Japan and I won my favorite character and I was so happy. Yeah, buddy. Okay, so so this JoJo machine, which by the way, the UFO catcher even has like the 100 yen like decals on the coin slots which you don't use that you just you you charge money onto a card and you swipe the card mm-hmm. but this was a very interesting ufo catcher because uh, for those of you that don't know what a ufo catcher is there's all these different elaborate varieties of crane games that involve things as simple as picking up a toy and dropping it into a dual you know the hole where you know it comes out which is kind of standard to like cutting I've seen ones where you cut rope with scissors. I've seen ones where you have to like push a peg into, like push a peg in, but the peg is so little, it's like impossible to hit. Um, there's all kinds of stuff. Well, this one had a basket of ping pong balls. <laughs> I was like, this is crazy. A basket of ping pong balls, and you ha- and the crane, the crane has like a scooper. So you go and you scoop the. So I tried, I tried twice. I, I lost both times, but I almost won the first time. So I picked up a ping pong ball with the with the claw. And then it moves the, and then it moves over to the to the front right corner, and there's a cage, and inside the cage there's like almost like a baking tin, and there's twenty little slots and like tiny muffin slots, and one of them has like a piece of paper in it, and you have to basically drop the ping pong ball into the baking tin and have it bounce into the correct slot, and I was like this is impossible, and then I tried it once and I got it, I got it right, it was. Um, like one diagonal slot um, from winning. And I was like, damn, I almost won that in one try. And then I tried to get it and I couldn't even pick a ball up. So um, pretty cool. UFO catcher was there. They had a Final Fantasy rhythm game where it had, Ooh. I swear to you, every song from Final Fantasy, there must have been hundreds of them. Did there. you One Winged Angel? Because that's what I would have done. One, <laughs> one Winged Angel was there. Um, Fuck yeah. They had uh, the battle theme from Final Fantasy VII. They had Genova. They had everything, literally everything, even obscure stuff. And you basically play a rhythm game, and while you're playing, um, so I did. I did one of the songs I did was Seymour's battle theme from Final Fantasy X. Cause it's, Six cause it's super, from ten because it's pretty Dope. awesome. And uh, so, and then the game you're doing the rhythm game, right? And it has like both button pushing, um, and then it has like diagonal sticks, kind of like Groove Coaster. And then it has ones where you have to kind of slide the the stick up and down because the track on the screen will move up and down. And you have to trace it. But the cool thing about it is that like while you're playing a battle is taking place. So it's almost like, it looks like World of Final Fantasy, so they're all kind of chibi. And, like, all these chibi Final Fantasy characters were, like, attacking Seymour as I was playing. And it's pretty neat. And you have HP, and he has HP, and it's pretty cool. That's um, cool. It's like you're DJing the fight. Exactly. It was pretty neat. Um, trying to were think, you so, able to watch it much while you were playing? A little like, bit. Watch I mean, it's the cinematics, but you're focused mainly on the... A little bit. And I'll be honest, like, it was super loud in there, and I didn't... 
expect to find this, so I have no headphones. So Ooh, I'm like, got, when you go to yeah. Japan, people, make sure you bring your headphones oh, to the arcades pro, pro tip, so you don't get any of that lag. With the headphone jack. With Absolutely. The headphone jack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they yeah, all, yeah. They all it's had crucial. it. It's crucial. And like, crucial. yeah, it's true. And and rhythm games are, you have to hear the music to play to play it well. And these arcades are loud as hell. And if you can hear it, not only do you enjoy the music more, but you can play better. And you won't get a migraine because rather than, mm-hmm. if you have noise canceling headphones, recommend that, you know, if you have that. Mm, yeah. Um, so that was really cool. And like, and it was just, they also had metal games. However, Whoa. the metal games, and I don't know if you guys tried any, I know, I know Mandy and I tried them when we were in Japan, but I don't know if you guys did, but they were kind of crappy. Like I didn't even play them. You know, well, I wanted Monster Hunter and Mario and Super and Mario Party and stuff like that. And they, I didn't see any of that, but, um. I also didn't see Mai Mai, which is the one that looks like you're playing in front of a washing machine. Where you like yep. tap, yeah, that one. They didn't have that. Did you see the one that I was playing in Japan? It's like the other music game. It's like it's not a piano, but it's like uh, I forgot I what it's what called. I know, I know which one you're talking about, yeah. though. Yeah, I was obsessed I, with that fucking game, dude. I did Holy not shit. see that. I saw Guitar Hero. I saw the one where you play where you're playing drums. I saw the one. I saw um, there was the there were a couple others that I didn't recognize. They had the table flip game where you get angry and you flip the table yep, over. Yep. Yeah, that, that, that's a lot of fun. Good how game. did the uh, how did the prices compare? We played for about to what you remember. Uh, I took my girlfriend with me. We played for about. Mm, I mean, you get three you get three songs per play. I think we probably played it. We we were probably playing in there for about an hour and a half on twenty bucks, the two of us. It wasn't that. Oh, the price, it's not the, bad. Prices, yeah. the prices were about. I'll the take same. that. I'd say they I'll were take about, that for an hour and a half. Yeah, they're about the same. I think the prices. Um, Listener, I don't. I can't stress to you how long Mitsugi spent in Japan on Groove Coaster. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, and <laughs> eons, days, decades. Eons. We would get to the arcade, and he would just be on Groove Coaster until oh, yeah. we left. Well, the great yeah. thing about Groove Coaster is that it's old, and I feel like nobody wants to play it anymore. But everything's new to me, so I'm like, great, I'll play this awesome game that no one else gives a shit about anymore. So I totally relate because that's basically what I did with the game that I was playing. I found it, and I was like, there's like ten booths of this, and no one's playing it, but it's dope, and I just played it the whole time. Yeah. So. It was a lot of fun. Um, if any of you guys come to visit, for sure, I, I feel so bad, Mason. I found this. I found this right I after know, we left. I know. It hurts real bad. My God, I feel so bad. <laughs> like, That's fine. We could we could have spent a couple evenings in there. Oh, I feel I do feel bad. But if you ever come back, I know where it is now. And there were quite a few people in there, so I feel like it was doing fairly well. So I'm hoping it won't go out of business. You know, like most arcades seem to struggle. But um. And they had so many shooting games. I mean, and I don't mean just like, you know, the crappy hunting game that you see at like, you know, stores with the rifle. I mean, like they had Aliens and Aliens 2 and all these games I've never seen. And they had, oh, a, they had a Halo game where you sit in this big mm. pod and you're shooting. And they had a ton of these. There was a ton of Yo, this like, is awesome a serious arcade. Stuff. Oh, yeah, it was legit, man. What the man. fuck? It was pretty legit. You know, they did their best to mimic Japan. And uh, <clears throat> save for a couple of things they were missing, they did a good job. And the coolest thing, one of the coolest things is that after ten, it's open till two a.m. and after ten p.m. at night, only only no one under eighteen is allowed in it. And after and after midnight, I believe it was, no one under twenty one is allowed in it. So I I think that after midnight, they're probably serving alcohol and you can get drinks yeah, and it's probably popping in there. Yeah, so um, not not a place for little kids running around screaming late at night and it's open real late. So it was and there's no admission fee. So it, it was it was pretty cool. So I uh, found around one in Japan, in, uh, in Denver, of all places, right near where I live right now. Of course, I'm moving. Like the other that's side of the so city. not good for you, dude. You're gonna be there way too often. So sorry. 
Ooh, that was a cute ringtone. I did um, not know that it was on. I apologize. Yeah, yeah the um, we're, we're gonna go back next Friday and uh, play around again. And I don't know. I might I might I might head over there a little sooner than that. Who knows? So yeah. All right, but we got some astral chain. I know um, people are very intrigued by Japanese arcades. And yeah, you should can be, I? But... Yeah, can I? Can I go second? Just because oh, my shit. hobby this week is super quick. So you yeah, guys, yeah, can go ahead. You had question marks, so I'm extra yeah, intrigued. It's really it's. No, I'm <laughs> I'm here to just give y'all. The League of Legends update presented by Young Enzi. Huh. So, um, the European Championship Series, the LEC, uh, has just concluded, literally concluded half an hour ago. Um, Fnatic versus G2, and G2 took it uh, with a 3-2 win victory in the in the five-game series. Uh, but this has a lot of implications. The storyline runs deep here because Fnatic, the way the European playoffs work is once you secure the first seed in the regular in the regular season you are in the final like you're in the final um how does it really work actually hold on 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 yeah come on man you're supposed to be the analyst well i think it's 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 weird i think i think once you're in first place you lock the final but then you still play in the playoffs and if you win through the no, it's 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 a weird it's it's a weird thing where like um the top three teams go into the into the the final round with one team already being number one, and the I don't know how to explain it. Anyway, it's the second time Fnatic and G two play themselves in in the playoffs because Fnatic won the opportunity to get their rematch at the at the ship and they lost again. So they're super fucking sad. They're so fucking sad. And both times were a game were five or five game series, which means that both times they were so close they were just one game away because it was 2-2 at one point sure. so they're really sad um and this and it mattered a lot because this determined the seeding going into the world championship so Fnatic would now be going as the second seed and not the first seed um and Fnatic is like the is Europe, Europe's favorite G2 is also is a huge favorite they're like probably the best team in the world right now but they're they're not like the heroes of Europe. Like we, when when people when people think about the heroes of Europe, they think about Fnatic. They want people want Fnatic to be good. They're, Fnatic is like the Goku, right? And G two is like Vegeta. I like Goku. So, yeah, exactly. So like you know, like yeah, they're both cool, and like I I'll root for both of them. And if G two is gonna win the whole the whole shebang of world, yeah, I'm happy. They're he's Vegeta, sure. But like, damn, would it have been cool if it was Goku? You know? Sure. Of course. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of the relationship there. So getting first seed going into Worlds is kind of a nice thing because of of the way you get placed in the group stage. In the groups in the group stages for Worlds, first seeds all go into separate groups, so you immediately avoid three first seeds from three major regions off the bat, right? And you only play second through fourth seeds because each group is four is four teams big. So getting first seed is huge. Um, the fanatic now as a second seed will be put into another group, probably with a with number one team from China, the number one team from Korea, which you don't want to deal with. Like you don't want you don't want to you don't want to play the first seed of China or Korea in the group stages. You just don't want to do that because they're super good. Because uh, they're super good. Um, they're super good. Although this season you could argue that Europe is the favorite to win the whole championship. And you might you might even argue that North America is second favorite to win the whole thing, which is crazy. Because um, actually, no, second favorite is probably still China. Third is up for debate between Korea and North America, which is like the first time ever you could even say stuff like that. But um, 
but yeah so that's really all i want to say I, i've literally i've been consumed by league of legends this whole um latter half of the last week because the gauntlet for north america started in on thursday um so the first two seats for north america have been decided through the playoffs that concluded last week where team liquid beat cloud nine so they're they're, they're oh, respectively yeah. seed one and seed two um, the third seed for North America has to run the gauntlet. So it's all the playoff teams were are going through a tournament right now. And the winner of this tournament is going to be the third seed for North America. And currently, as I'm saying this, is the final of said tournament where TSM is playing Cloud Gaming. Um, and TSM, the, 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 the importance of TSM winning this is roster wise where and i want to put this in 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 football terms where i think people will understand Ooh, yeah yeah do it for me. imagine imagine tom brady was ha- had two years in a row of of no, of no success like not even making impossible. playoffs right i know it's totally impossible it but actually is we, it's never happened it's never happened i know but imagine tom brady never made playoffs for two like ne- didn't go to the world championship for two years in a row right and he is the star player of, their, of his team, obviously, right? The Patriots, Tom yep. Brady, like he's the GOAT. So Bjergsen is TSM's a star mid laner. He's been the face of that team for fucking like six years now or something like that. Um, and his contract is up this year. And TSM has not made the world championship or has or has performed poorly the last two years of, the, of league. So speculation is if TSM doesn't win this match today which means they don't go for the, they go they don't go to worlds like the second year in a row which means Bjergsen does not get to play in the world championship for like the third year in a row I believe speculation is that he's gonna leave TSM because his contract is up he's gonna want a new start and there's several teams now with franchising that have a shit ton of money that have a lot of good infrastructure that would be happy to pick him up so it's it's for TSM fans are just like shook right now because if they don't win this match and it's very even looking right now it could go either way they're afraid that their star player, their legacy player, their uh, franchise yeah. player is going to leave and sign a contract with a different team. Do they have salary so caps and stuff? Um, they actually don't have salary caps in League of Legends. But the salary, I, but most players don't have abundance. I think the most paid player makes a little over a million. Yeah. I take it. Yeah, I mean, I fucking take it. <laughs> Dude, I take it. <laughs> I fucking take it too. All I, I mean, heard in that it's, was it's, a tournament arc hype. Yeah, yeah right basically, <laughs> basically tournament art hike. Yeah, so I've been just the 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 early half of this week was reading all these like articles and storylines of what's at stake here with all the playoffs going on around the world. Um, but but also like earlier this week was Korea's final where um, SKT came out up top, and then we have their gauntlet run too to see who, who's their third team is going to go to the worlds. You have China just did their final. We have a, a rookie team took the championship from the previous world championship, which is a huge upset. Um, they're going to run their gauntlet now too. So it's, this is, it's world season. You could, it's the, what people say it's world season. It's like the most hype time of the year to watch pro league. Cause the whole world is converging to a point. So I'm stoked. So be, I want to talk about league a lot more for hobby addicts later on. Cause it's one of my most rampant hobbies right now. That's it. I'm I can, good. I can sense your passion. You're dude. You're, I love this shit. You're, your 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 burning enthusiasm is singeing my flesh. It's burning my skin. 
And the coolest part is the World Championship was announced to be taking place in Europe this year. And this is the first year where Europe is actually the favorite to win it all. So if they win it all, and not only that, G2 won their spring their spring championship. They won the midseason international championship, which is huge. Europe's never won it. They won just now their summer championship. And if they win the world championship this year in Europe, it's the most golden road ever the team has ever. They'll be the most winningest team in the history of League of Legends. So there's a lot of storyline here. That's it. I'm done. Thank you. I saw they brought back the AR Akali dance. Yes, yeah, chi- in, in really China. Good. Yeah, China's oh, it was playoffs. China? I didn't in China's playoffs. Yeah, it was. It, it was super cool though. I saw that. Yeah. Well, thank you for the uh, the league update. Yes. Appreciate that. And now the moment you've all been waiting for. <laughs> of course. Ass, ass, ass. Chain, 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 chain. That's a lot of ass. A lot of ass. So much ass. I put some ass in here. I put some ass. Ass, ass, astral chain. I mean, that's kind of what Platinum Games does best is put booty in our face. It's so true. Can I ask a question real quick? A very often question. You can ask a question, sure. I'm going to ask you a question. So someone is clicking around in our document, and their name is Anonymous Hedgehog. Is that one of you? I wondered that too. I don't know who that is. Who is Anonymous Hedgehog? It's oh, probably it's, it's anybody me. who it's has me. two it's versions of it it's open. Me. Oh, it's, it's me. I haven't. I haven't signed in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. We thought we were under attack. Yeah, I was like, well, who the hell we're, is this? We were getting fucking DDoSed. <laughs> All right. So, All right, guys. Yeah, Astral Chain. Um, I've played uh, maybe four hours of it. I didn't get as deep as I wanted to, just because I've. I was feeling really awful this morning, and I just didn't play. I just didn't even feel like playing a video game. That's how bad I felt. <laughs> so, um, how, how many? Because uh, the game is very like sectioned off into like chapters or files. Yeah, you know how yeah, many yeah. you got to? I think five. I okay, think. so we're at almost the exact same spot. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, this one is by Platinum Games, um, exclusive to the Switch, and it is um, the being directed by Takahisa Tara, who was the lead game designer for Nier Automata, and it'll show in this for parts of it. Um, it's under supervision by Hideki Kamiya, who worked on Devil May Cry and Bayonetta. So, a lot of platinum games. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, basically what the story is, is that it is set in the future 2078, and humanity's kind of like on the brink of extinction, and everyone's living in this mega city called the Ark, which is like this, like, um, man-made island, and the world is being under-attacked by these interdimensional creatures called chimeras. So, Mm. to normal people, they're completely invisible, but they kill people, and they reside in what's called the astral plane, and they cause a lot of catastrophes and so you when you start up the game you get to choose between male or female because there are two uh twins and whichever twin that you take over the other one will be like your companion throughout the game will be the one who gets all the voice lines um so your character is part of this police force called neuron and basically you're tasked with going out and fighting these chimeras and solving um different cases uh you know, that, um, like, surround them. And so, uh, but at first, you can't see chimeras. And it's not until you get this the ability to use what's called an astral chain to uh, oh, actually chain down one that's called a legion and force it to, like, attack for you. And once you bond with one of those, now you can see chimeras and fight them. Um, and, so- and clean up their poop. And clean up their poop. <laughs> Literally, Wait, you walk around and you clean up not yeah. their poop, but their their like remnants. 
Yeah, by moving your uh, legion into it's them. It's so satisfying somehow. Do, do they have That's like, a Devil May Cry part coming in where you're collecting fragments. That's yeah. what it reminded me of. Okay, do they have like little baggies for you to like pick the poop up with? It should have. That would have been great. The, uh, the scooper, the, the pail. <laughs> Well, I guess I wanted. So, I, I guess I want to stop you there and ask. Oh, did you go with the male or the female twin? I went female. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Whoever you pick will be your silent protagonist, and then your twin will be the one that talks. So if you choose like the male, the the female twin will start talking like throughout the entire game. You know, vice versa. Um, and there's a tiny bit of customization in there, so you could change like your hair color, your, I don't know your if eye I'd, color. I don't know if I'd go about a tiny bit. Cause, I mean, it's not huge. But, like, when you... Okay, I've probably spent, like, hours so far, like, deciding the best, like, haircut and outfit. Because I also <laughs> chose the female. <laughs> and then I realized, like, you're going to unlock so much more as yeah. you unlock stuff throughout yeah, yeah, the yeah. game. And between every mission... I wasn't hyped for my rewards, for, like, my powerful new weapons or my expanded abilities. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I got, I got glasses now. I got different hats. I got, a I hat. got different... <laughs> colors of uniforms i got different outfits oh my goodness i spent probably half my time playing this game uh <laughs> just constantly changing around everything it's like your skyrim for you yeah but it's not just like the character itself like, you can change the dialogue options you can change like the whole ui interface in the game like what it tells yeah. you what colors it is like that's so cool there's a lot that you can mess around with but as far as like the gameplay itself like, it definitely feels like a game that takes a while to get used to. Damn, the game like, is cool. Yeah. To get competent with. It's not, so, it's not a pick up and play where everything's intuitive. Yeah, so when you first start up the game, it kind of has a little bit of a near feeling to it where it's doing a bit of genre mixing. So when you first start yep. it up, there's like this on-rail shooting part where you're speeding down a highway and like um, on a motorcycle and you're using your blaster to shoot at enemies. And then once you get off the bike, it turns into like the um, action RPG style. But it's very interesting, like Mason said, where at the very beginning during the first chapter, I had this feeling of like, this is it. This doesn't feel like a platinum game at all because it was so slow and the mm -hmm. combat was very limited. And I was almost really disappointed at first because you basically only had like a slash and a, a shoot option and when I you mean, do get your legion you do get like some more um like it gets to automatically attack for you and there are like some little combos you could perform with it and like with the chain you could throw your chain around enemies to bind them and you can actually fling enemies like if they're trying to run past you and you position your legion on one side and your chain and you on the other side the chain between you will actually catch them and throw them so that was pretty cool but and it does take a little while to at least I thought get get used to like you almost like twin stick it because you move your yeah. character with the left stick and then and if you hold a certain button instead of rotating the camera with the right stick you actually move your legion so you have like multiple like perspectives going on at once and like a flurry of battle so it definitely like spoon feeds you so you can get all these systems yeah so um early game I was like, this is this. There's not much to this combat system, but there is a part where, um, after a, a very early story mission, um, I think I can't remember if it's two or three missions in, where everything changes, where um, your character now uh, their skills with the Legion have greatly increased. To, you know, part of the story, and now all of these other like the combat really expands to you, and there's so many more 
combos you can do with your legion, um, the speed of combat increases. You can now do counterattacks. You can do chain pulls, where like um, if you position your legion far away, you can push a button to jump to it, and then you can also do some kind of combos off based off of that by jumping into enemies. You can throw the chain around enemies and then do a jump where uh, you your character will pull itself along the cha chain, and every body, every enemy that the chain is touching, it'll do like a strike against it. So yeah, it super opens up later on, and all of your legions which there are i think five different ones that you can yep. get that um, each have their own benefits as well um like you start off with one that is called the sword it's like your basic one mm -hmm. pretty much just has a sword attack and then there's one that's called arrow and it has like um a bow and arrow and it can shoot um uh then there's one called a beast which is like this big cat that one's pretty cool because you can ride on it <laughs> yeah like, and you get and the, uh, like, the the arm right before that yeah, yeah, and which is like uh, just this floating uh, legion with these massive arms. <laughs> it reminded and, me a lot from a mugshot from like Sly Cooper, where it's got like tiny little feet that oh, it just kind of floats yeah. on, and this unreasonably big arms, giant arms. <laughs> but like and you get all these things, and they all have their different skills, and like the way it feels like when you're playing is if you told like if you just gave someone a controller and said make it seem like you're playing a really intense game. They kind of just hit random buttons all over the place. That's how it feels playing this game because there's so many different combinations of button presses to activate stuff that you're really utilizing everything at once. Mm. At least because um. I don't I like you could definitely play this game, in my opinion, just using like a couple basic moves and just doing those over and over again. But it's just so much more satisfying to try to use every tool in the toolbox, even if it's not always the best way to do things. How do they re do they reward you at all for mixing things up? Yes. So they have similar to Devil May Cry, they I and I guess that. Bayonetta. They do have like the the post like combat like grading system where they say, hey, you did you know you use long range, you use your scanner, you did this, you did that. These all add up, and you get like a alphabetical score that grades you. Yeah, and you get some okay. bonuses based off of mm -hmm. that. Um, well, the game you looks can also level up your legion with a skill tree to get it more um, like customize how you want to play with each of them, and you get equip abilities to them as well. Or you um, could change also... their colors once again. <laughs> right. What I spent a lot of time doing. You can also customize how they look. <laughs> um, I was going to say something. Oh yeah, I didn't get to mention the axe one. There's one with a giant battle axe as well, but. Um, yeah, uh, this one, unlike Nier, Nier is an open world game. This one is far more linear and it's mission based. So each mission kind of feels like an episode of an anime almost. This one is so incredibly anime. It's very anime, especially <laughs> yeah. with the anime opening. Yes. And this game is definitely right in between like Bayonetta's linearity and Nier like openness. It's yeah. like right in between. Um, you, there are parts of the missions as well where you got to perform detective work where, um, because your legions are invisible people, like invisible creatures. So, um, sometimes you'll run into people who don't want to give you information. You could spy on them using your invisible legion. You just like send it over to a group of people and just spy on what they're saying. You could like follow tracks. You can inspect clues and try to piece together what happened. So there's a tiny little bit of puzzles here and there, but, um, it doesn't focus a whole lot on it. I would have liked it if they expanded on that a little bit more, but I know that for a platinum game, it's all about the pretty combos and attacks. Yeah. I mean, like, it slowed down the game a little bit, which was nice, but if it took much more time, it would need to have been much more flushed out. Yeah, 
for sure. Um, I also really like, and I love this about every game ever that does this, you can pause during movie scenes and you can skip them. Sure. That, that's a massive plus for me because I hate it when you can't pause or skip uh, movie scenes. Well, like- especially a game like... Go ahead. Go did, ahead, Mitch. Mandy, did you love that game Xenosaga? Did you ever play that? Oh my god, yes. That I game had like eighty it had like eighty five minute cutscenes in it. Yep. It totally. Is. But they did put they did put save points in those cutscenes. Which Oof. which in and of itself That's I thought funny. was so ridiculous. Like That's I've never seen that. That's hilarious. That game had so much potential and it ended up being very bad. And Final Fantasy thirteen. Final Fantasy thirteen I got so mad at because it was like, oh, I just did like a thirty minute cutscene. I moved two steps. Here's another cutscene. What the Sure, fuck? yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say, that. this game is definitely designed to be played repeatedly. Yeah. Like, the first thing it tells you when you complete a level is like, hey, you've unlocked this level on the hard mode. You should give that a shot now. Yes. And it's definitely, there's a lot of moments where you get to something that you need a Legion ability for, but you just don't have that yet. So it's like, well, you're going to have to play this again later to find all the secrets. So if they didn't make those cutscenes cut skippable, that'd be a nightmare. You know, I'm looking at like a lot of screenshots from the game on on uh, Google, and the game, I really, it really hits me in the right place aesthetically. Like, it's really, mm-hmm. really pretty. Um, I love like how it's kind of, is it cell shaded? Like, I'm trying to wrap my head around. It's definitely anime style, mm. but I don't think it's cell shaded. No, it has. It looks uh, similar to it though. But it, it does, yeah, it is mimicking that style though. Something about it, yeah, it's very um, just. I mean, it's definitely anime style. It looks they look like they look like anime characters, but um, something about it just it's 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 somewhere between cel shaded and like you know like a real. It's somewhere between like Uncharted and Sly Cooper. It's in the middle on that spectrum, and it just it, you know it just the colors just pop out at me in a way that I that I like, and all the blue like neon like weapons and chains and stuff really pop. And I think it, it yeah, just the blue is yeah. cool. It just looks great. Like just looking at it, I'm like, damn. There's a lot going on on screen, depending yes. on how you play, and it's very busy looking. It makes you feel very badass, even how, if what you're doing isn't how, always. How does oh gosh, it, that's near in a nutshell for me. How does it? <laughs> how, since there's so much busy stuff happening on the screen, how does it play on the Switch? Does it have issues? Um, I had some issues with the camera. I think there are some really awful camera movements in this because right. you so have classic. to. Oh my god. Because you, it's, I don't know, it's almost like controlling your legion slows down combat for me because I have to make sure that it's in the correct position and I hate, I don't know, I'm just not good with joysticks, I think. I'm just a PC person. You definitely need to separate. It's it's very ambidextrous and having to control two things at once. And you can very much just tap L2 and let it do its own thing and kind of let the legion play itself. And there's even a co-op mode on the Switch where you can let someone else play as the Legion so mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about it, which I have not tried, but that sounds like Neither fun. Have I. I, I just posted but, an image in, in the live stream. Are you guys sure this isn't cel-shaded? It really looks like let me it. Let see. I mean, it really... I mean, um, I mean, look at that. Yeah, usually when I think of cel-shaded, I think of Nino Kuni. I think of like Okami or like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zelda times. I don't, I don't, I, it's weird. I don't know how to describe how this looks. Looks like anime. I would say, I don't, going I back to how it played, though, there's okay. definitely like a sense of jankiness to things at times. Yes, very and much so. Especially because I accidentally equipped an ability where if you like flick the right analog stick, your legion goes flying in that direction. And when you're trying to do some like precise like platforming with that, 
uh he constantly mm-hmm. would just go go off the side and then send me with him and i would just fell off oh, to my death so, so often are you talking about the part where you're in the gate and you have to jump across those rocks yeah that fucked me up so but, much too. but i had the ability that like made him just go nuts because every time you touch the right analog stick it says oh let's go spinning out into nothingness yeah but mm-hmm. honestly despite all that jankiness every time it's a fun. every time i went back to the neuron base and it played that music all was forgiven <laughs> the, the soundtrack Dude, this trailer looks so fucking dope what the, yeah it is what? it definitely it definitely shot for the stars <laughs> with the like, ambition what? but the music that plays when you're in the bass is so groovy and yeah. catchy and I pl- sing it to myself every night. It's so good. I love <laughs> every it. Every night. Every night. I'm watching, <laughs> I'm watching gameplay of like the first few minutes and this part where he's riding a motorcycle through this tunnel with all the neon. Dude, what? It's so yeah, it's sick. Cool. I'm uh, looking up this. Uh, what do you think about the dog mascot? Oh, dog Lappy? Mascot. Lappy, yeah. <laughs> um, I think the voice actress is the same one that was the... Um, the woman that was in Final Fantasy 15 that works at the garage. I forgot her name now. Um, Sid? Sid? Sid, Sid. yes, 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 yeah, yes, yes. Sid. Thank you. No, wait. Was Sid? Yeah. Was her yeah, name the, Sid? Yeah, they yeah. made Sid a girl in Final Fantasy 15. Oh, yeah. But there was another old man I thought was Sid. I could be wrong, though. I thought that was Sid's granddaughter. Something like that. But I don't know. Her name Sid. I know who you're talking about. She was, like, ridiculously yeah. fan servicey. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I think that's her voice actress because it sounds very familiar. Yeah, she, had, she had those biddies. That they want, that and very, they, uh, they wanted you to look at them. Accent to her. <laughs> Shit, guys. Every year, every year, I'm always like, I should get a Switch. I should get a Switch. There's so many cool things on the Switch. I should get a Switch. Fuck. You got like two months until Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I posted in the live stream channel the uh, the song that plays, and you only need to listen to like five seconds of it to realize how uh, comforting oh. it is. Oh yeah, but like it also switches between like electronic music when it's like a chill, calm scene, like metal music when it's like a battle scene, and like orchestral music during Dude, like this, this some of the dialogue stuff. Deep house with airy vocals is oh yeah, an entire just, aesthetic, dude. That that pulsating oh, yeah. rhythm section. Oh my goodness! Oh it, oh, oh yeah, scratches oh, that. Dude, I wish you could see my face. I'm like, I'm, let's go. <laughs> the switch is doing the switch is doing really well. Um, year to date, yeah, yeah year for to sure. D- Year to date, the Switch and the PlayStation Four are l- almost identical market share. Um, they have the VG charts has PlayStation Four ahead by 04 uh, percent at forty four point two and forty four point six, and then the poor Xbox is down at eleven percent. It's really struggling, but the yeah, I mean, another in, in one more year, I think the Switch will pass up the three the Xbox One, despite having been out for like what five actually five fewer years. So, <clears throat> Switch is um. Man, they're loving the shit out of the Switch in Japan. Holy crap. Yeah, they really... I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's their pride, dude. Yeah. It's come it, from it there, man. It is crushing. <laughs> it's, it's Nintendo's like, huge. And Nintendo owns Japan. Um, Sony owns Europe. And then they're kind of like toe-to-toe in the U.S. But like the Switch is doing really well. I remember back in the day when I was like, oh, the Switch won't even outsell the Xbox. I don't know what I said, but it was uh, completely wrong. I was definitely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... At least you admit it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you kind of have to at this point. I mean, um, and, and it is nice to see the Switch get some more like exclusive titles, you know? Yeah. Because there's it, a lot of this. There's a lot of like, oh, this game that came out 12 years ago is on the Switch. Yay! But it's, it's like, a great indie game or any indie gaming system as well, because a lot of the indie games that were previously only like like Steam only are now coming out on the Switch. Yeah. 
and they work really well with switch controls a lot of I, them. yeah downwell has been great with it and i cannot wait for yeah. the hollow knight sequel oh yeah that's oh my goodness any last yeah, comments guys it. we should probably wrap it up no we'll um, probably uh touch on it in a future episode i'm thinking yeah, I was. Good. I, I think the only thing I didn't really mention is that you can change the difficulty at um, any point that you want as mm-hmm. well. That's awesome. Um, and yeah, basically, it's it's feels easy but hard to master. One of those kind of games. Sure. Yeah, even when I win a fight, it feels like oh, I could have done this better and that better. And yeah. I'm definitely excited to after I fully beat the game, go back and try it on the hardest difficulty yeah. with all the the like the new game plus type setting. All right, guys. We'll wrap it up here. We got to get ready for the uh, for our regular regularly scheduled podcast. But pretty cool. I'm sure that we'll be hearing more about Astral Chain later on. And uh, since I'm getting close to the end of Darkest Dungeon, I'm, I'm like, Uh-oh. it's such it's such torture. I, it really is. Um, I actually got I, I was so pissed off at my cat yesterday because I was playing it and I had lost a couple guys in the in a couple prior dungeons and I was getting ready to lose one of my guys and I was going to heal them and the cat fell on me and and. Push, oh. push the push the joystick and, and ended up and ended up healing some the wrong person. Very next oh, attack, no. very next attack. The guy I was planning to heal died, and I was like, "You fucking cat!" Shit. I was so mad. Anyway, but the point being, I'm hoping <laughs> to talk about um, Dragon Quest Builders soon. So I know it's like way late, but um, I will free myself from the from the prison in which I fully blame Mandy on on placing me in. <laughs> And, um, Cats are truly eldritch horrors. Yes, they are. And, uh, very great at screwing you up. But it's hard to blame them because they're so cute. It's true. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. And um, I don't know, go play some games. You know, go, go, uh, games. go explore your city. You know, do something. Yeah, go watch some League. Yeah, go watch some League. Shit. All right, guys. <laughs> see you next time. Bye-bye. See you. Bye, guys. Bye.